0: Hello everybody and welcome back to the fifteenth episode of the Triborough Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Alonzo, joined by my lovely co-host, not Nicholas O'Brien.
1: Oh, Okay. Yeah. Hey guys. I'm Hello. Hello. Ah boy, these mets, man. These Mets? These mets. I these
0: I don't know Yankees. Yeah. 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 I
1: feel like that's, this This is kind of what really describes how these two teams are right now. Yeah. They're kind of just
0: No, well, like, I existing. don't know in, like, not a bad way. Okay, like, I don't know. Because it,
1: it... A little bit of optimism behind that, I don't yeah, No, because
0: they... They drew... It's like a... It's like a heavyweight fight. Like, the first matchup, you lost, barely. There were some shots that you had, but you just missed. You got some sucker punches because some guys can't catch f- uh, fly outs. Um, and then this time, it's just back and forth, back and forth. But it's a draw. And how the hell do you draw in boxing?
1: Very true. Uh, on the other side, the message is getting pummeled just like they're, they're already down yeah like they're on their knees and
0: he's already dead the
1: just isn't calling it and they're just like it's rocky four it's just going yeah
0: throw in the damn towel
1: i'm i don't have a towel but this is a towel
0: <laughs> uh, all
1: right let's get into queens yeah enough of this <laughs>
2: Now entering Queens. Hello,
1: everybody. Welcome back to Queens, where the Mets finally didn't lose a series. They split. So surely a, it must have been with a
0: division rival.
1: It was with a division rival. That's good. Uh, yeah. Uh, I I guess depends how you look at it.
0: I mean, they did win a World Series pretty recently.
1: Yeah, yeah, I guess.
0: Surely they have all the players from that
1: core. Yes, on their they're still, still the powerhouse that they were in 2019. But no, the Mets split a series with the Washington Nationals and are now closer. No, well, they haven't not been closer. But they're in fourth place in the NL East, much closer to last than they are to first. But we'll get into that. First and foremost, as always, your injury update brought to you by Tarbo MD. Not allowed to talk off, about the
0: TVs of all the Mets fans that got incredibly mad at this series. Uh, yeah, I know. Seriously, series.
1: I know. Well, the first, first injury, TV. Second uh, injury, wall. Ideal. Wall. Um, yeah, wall. It's a third, hand, and fourth, will to live. <laughs> <Yeah>. Weird, <laughs> but no. So, Carlos Carrasco made his second rehab start. He went four innings, two hits, zero under-runs, one walk, four Ks. As of right now, he's going to be slotted into the Guardian series. Go figure.
0: Great, now I want cookies. So, <laughs> God damn it.
1: So after like that Friday or Saturday start, that's where he's kind of just going to be slotted in. And then the only other update is Brooks Raley, who was activated on Sunday. So, he's back with the team. Uh, much needed lefty arm of the pen. But, that's about it. Alright. Here goes nothing. Game 1. Tyler McGill is on the mound. He goes a solid 5 innings, 4 hits, 2 runs, 1 earned, 4 walks, and 4 strikeouts for a Mets 3-2 win. Love it. The only runs came off a Lindor 3 RBI single. Yes, that's right. A three RBI single. A
0: single that's not a single but was a single because scorekeepers are dumb.
1: faces-clearing single.
0: I hate sometimes how scorekeepers do that, but...
1: Yeah, so he hit a a single, but then he kind of went to second on the throw to home, so it was kind of ruled a single, not a double, but whatever. Either way, three RBI, three runs, Mets win 3-2. Not much to talk about this game. Uh... Lots of missed opportunities, though, I will say. They went one for nine of runners in scoring position and left ten men on base. So they got this one. They kind of squeaked by, but lots, lots of missed opportunity. And Drew Smith got his first save of his career, so congrats to him. David Robertson went in for two innings, I believe, and... Kind of struggled in that second inning. Drew Smith came in, struck out the last guy, got his first career save. So congrats to Drew Smith there. After that, is game two. This was a weird one because the game started on Saturday and finished on Sunday. Now you may be asking, that's a really long game. Yeah. Well, it wasn't.
0: 27 innings.
1: Yeah. But basically, what happened was that it was raining, and it was delayed. Not delayed. It was postponed. What's the word? Postponed. It was
0: to be made up at a, to be resumed at a later date.
1: Yeah, like I guess they thought the rain would pass by, so they kind of just suspend. Not suspend.
0: Suspended play. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Whatever. They suspended play. It never stopped raining Saturday, so they rain no stop. Continue game rain. Sunday. Yeah, they probably should have never started the game on time to begin with. Mm-hmm. Because Didn't they only like get an six, inning. They got two. Okay. Right, and they stopped the game when Mets had runners on second and third and one we out, and then they're like, "Oh, that's it. That's, that's it. it. We can't play anymore. Oh, this no. is the part where we can't play." But. It was such a weird game. Started Saturday, ended Sunday. But Joey Lucchesi was supposed to start the game. He did. He went two innings, which were on Saturday. Four hits, one run, one walk, and zero strikeouts. Okay. Like, yeah. again, I don't, it's hard to take much stock into this game because it was just really weird.
0: He's um, not. Negosic,
1: he's,
0: go yeah. He started the first part of the game?
1: Yeah, so Saturday was when the game. It was supposed to be played. He hmm. started Saturday.
0: Uh-huh. but then uh-huh. Steven
1: Nagosik picked it up on Sunday and
0: basically first off judge owns burger boy um second <laughs> yeah solo home run um no but second off I, I like you said you can't really put stock into it because think about it this way when you're a reliever some guys work as relievers better because they're like, all right I know I could go all out for an inning two innings leave it all on the table or leave it all on the field as a starter you can't do that you have to go yeah. for length so he right. probably didn't even get into like what his game plan was.
1: did get settled in Exactly I don't think. So, so I like, I
0: think that's like one of those things where you just like throw out everything. The good, the bad right. and the ugly, just throw it out.
1: Right. But from there Brandon Nimmo had a leadoff sack fly. Yeah. Is the game resumed on Sunday? So right when the game resumed, Nimmo hit a sack fly, tied You're the game out at one. Am I?
0: You're good now. You're good now. You said okay. as the game resumed on Sunday and then Apologies. As the
1: game resumed on Sunday, Nimmo led off with a sacrifice fly that tied the game at one. McNeil later had a sack fly, and made it 3 2 Mets. I mean, excuse me, 3 2 Nationals. The Mets then lost 3 2. Again, weird game. I think it was handled pretty poorly. I, I don't know who is to blame. I don't know if it's MLB or the Nationals. Who decides, like, kind of how these things work? But, I
0: want to say it's MLB.
1: That's what I, I would was thinking. I want to say
0: it's like a combination of the grounds crew and MLB.
1: Right. So, overall, it was just really handled poorly. And, again, really hard to take some stock into this game. But the Mets offense, again, struggled. One for six of runners in scoring position, left nine men on base. And the real confusing part of this game was Dominic Leone. So, on Friday's game, Dominic Leone was warming up in the pen but then sat down due to some elbow discomfort. Buck then decides it's a great idea to have him pitch two innings on Sunday, who he then gave up the what would be the deciding home run to C.J. Abrams. So just a little questionable, which will get into later, a little questionable how he handled the bullpen. Uh, the guy who had elbow discomfort you then put in for two innings yeah. Not loving that.
0: Elbert discomfort is usually one of those things where just to be safe, like, I L it, because you never right. know. But
1: Yeah. But it is what it is at this point. Willie really weird owns game. Burger Boy. <laughs> a really weird game, as the Mets lost 3-2. Mm. But game three, Sunday's scheduled game. Can I you off game. really,
0: really quick? I looked it up. Cool. It's the manager of the home team that determines if they will continue or not.
1: Really? Yeah. That's at least That's what Google said. Okay. Well, we'll see. Yeah, if the Google's manager, right. the
0: home team, is in charge of deciding whether the game should be delayed or canceled due to rain or other inclement weather.
1: Interesting. So, not who I thought. Would yeah, be I Yeah, f- that's like in charge the of that.
0: fourth or fifth person I would think.
1: Right, but it is what it is. Yeah. But in Game Regardless. Three, Mother's Day, Max Scherzer made his return to the mound, and he looked really good. This was. In, in a time where there's not a lot of positives with this team, Max Scherzer looked really good.
2: Hmm. He
1: went five innings, two hits, one earned run, which was a weird misplay by Marte that he maybe should have caught. So whatever. Two walks and six strikeouts. His command was a little off early on, but he finished strong. And the big, big, big thing His fastball was averaging 94, topping out at 96. When his first couple starts, he was kind of topping out at 93, maybe 95. So hopefully, you know, his scapula isn't bothering him. His neck isn't bothering him. So hopefully there's uh, good things to come. He looked really good. I saw people were saying his spin rate was down. I'm not but sure.
0: From what I saw, it was, like, so minimal, and it's, like, dude hasn't pitched in, like, so long, dealing with, like, how many injuries, and, like, right. you know what I mean? So, but I don't...
1: If his spin rate is down, his velocity is up anyway, so, like...
0: Yeah, it's... Um, that's just something I, like, heard a lot of people talking about. Right,
1: So, I just, right. like,
0: figured out how to mention it.
1: Yeah. But, regardless, he looked good. Um, that's really all I care about. (laughs) Yeah, no, seriously. I don't care how much the ball
0: spins. All I care about is getting outs.
1: I care about results, and five innings of one-run ball is fantastic because the Mets' offense decided to have a breakout inning, not even just a game. They had an eight-run fifth inning, which I'm not going to go over completely because there's a lot. Basically, Mark Hanna and Starling Marte were in the middle of it, which is fantastic to see. These two guys have been really out. struggling.
0: You said it was fantastic, and then... It, w-
1: it was fantastic to see because these guys have been really struggling.
0: Hmm.
1: So... It's a very, like, last year Mets inning. Like, very 2022 Mets inning, where it's hmm. just, like, a lot of working counts, taking walks, passing passing the baton type mentality. You know, maybe some hits kind of went their way. Uh, Lindor had like a swinging butt. But <laughs> Lindor had a swinging bunt. Hey. say hey. had like a droop single. But look, eight rounds are eight runnings. You take them, especially with how this offense has been. You take them at which any way you can. As the Mets won 8 to 2. Again, great offensive breakout. And Scherzer looked really good.
0: Yeah.
1: <sighs> Do I have to talk about game four?
0: You lost. That's it.
1: Yeah, the Mets lost. Thanks for watching. See you in the Bronx! I know, right? I wish. But, game four. You want, you want to know who started? Patrick Corbin? Pat, if, yes, Patrick Corbin did start for the Nationals.
0: Oh, David, David Peterson. And David
1: Peterson for the Mets.
0: Oh, that's bad if Patrick Corbin outduels you.
1: And he did. Oh, he did. Uh... David Peterson Five innings, nine hits, six runs, two walks, five strikeouts. I am done with David Peterson.
0: And that's like saying something. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because I feel like I've been defending him like every single time he has a bad outing. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I try not to be like overly optimistic. I try to tell it the way it is. And the way it is right now is he is quite literally the worst starting pitcher in baseball. Out of of all qualified starting pitchers, which I believe it's a minimum of 30 innings pitched, David Peterson has the highest ERA at 8.8. No, 8.08. For a guy who... I feel like this could have been the year to really take a step forward and to really kind of cement himself Almost as a part of this rotation. Yeah. I, I, again, I don't want to say he was make or break. That's what
0: I'm saying. I don't think it's – I think next year is like 100% make or break, but this year was like the closest this, it's been in his career.
1: Right. Especially because after a couple, of, you lose a couple free agents this year, he's basically the next man up. Mm. And if he performs like this, then obviously that just can't happen. Yeah. But David Peterson has been absolutely brutal to watch. And he just got to figure it out mm. at this point. Like, I don't know if sending him to AAA is gonna help. You know, like. Well, there was I,
0: a former Yankee legend that just got sent down to AAA.
1: Yeah.
0: Guess. Who? It was a one of the prospects traded last year that was called up by another team got sent down to AAA
1: J.B. Sears nope uh, is, is, it, is it on Oakland
0: Wineski it makes me Wines- so oh, sad it makes me so sad I love that. anyways Winesky. this isn't the Yankee
1: section I know so I'm just on. saying
0: he should be he should be the same treatment as
1: yes he should be David Peterson should be sent down to yes. A. so for the scoring summary <laughs> you want to get lit up he's getting lit up he got his first start back in A. no but I'm saying A is too much Double A's, <laughs> Rookie ball. Let's start fresh.
0: Mm. But, <laughs> for a of
1: this game, McNeil had an RBI single that tied the game at one. The next run didn't come until later, which was a Tommy Pham sack fly. They made it 6-2. And then, they scored a run in the ninth, and I don't re- even care. The Mets lost 10 Ten three. 10-3. 10-3. 10-3 to the Washington Nationals. You got blown out by the Washington Nationals. Not good. No! Not David good. Peterson gave up six runs in five innings. Then you think of that fantastic fucking idea to bring in Tommy Hunter again. He pitches the rest of the game, giving up four runs. What is this team what is this pitching roster? I don't... I get it. You need... Your starters aren't going far, especially David Peterson. But Tommy Hunter has probably pitched more innings than Scherzer by, at this point. I don't know. But this is not a working formula. Mm. This is not how you can win... Games. This is almost having David Peterson start is basically punting the game. I'm sorry, but he has been so
0: I so agree. bad.
1: And I was gonna save this to a little later, but I'm just gonna bring it up now. The Mets are one and seven in David Peterson starts. One and seven. They are twenty-one and fifteen in any other start. You wanna point fingers for And that's with losing
0: Verlander, with not having Scherzer for a couple starts.
1: Yes. You want to point fingers and go around the room on who to blame for this bad start? David Peterson is fucking up there. Say what you want about the other pitchers and the offense, but David Peterson is up there and guys to blame right now. And I'm sorry. I This obviously... I've liked Peterson from the start, so this like pains me to say. Yeah. But he's basically losing your game from the get-go. He's had flashes of dominance.
0: It's a 4 one handicap. One
1: bad inning. It is. It is. It might as well be. But just to finish off Game Four, it was just a bad game all around. Francisco Alvarez had a really bad rookie mistake, and I believe. The second or third inning, bases loaded, two outs. He was on first. He took this massive lead, massive lead, and he then got picked off at first. This was still when it was a tie game, or at the very least, you were down one. I forget when this happened. But he had this massive, massive lead, and he got picked off to end the inning. He just, that can't happen. When especially when an offense is struggling like this, you can't give a team a free out mm. like that. Did you see what
0: uh, Frank said? God. He said uh, Alvarez isn't ready. Send him down. Call up Gary.
1: I mean, Gary Sanchez is having a great time at AAA. I, let me just say that.
0: Yeah, but you guys... Mets fans are complaining about defense for no reason just because they've heard Alvarez is bad at defense. If you're complaining about defense, oh, do I have something to show you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meet the Kraken.
1: It's rough. But, look, David Peterson cannot be a major league starter. He can't start any more games. I don't care who gets hurt. He has to stay in AAA for the rest of the year to figure this thing out. Call up Jose Buto. Call up Joey. I think you go both again. ways. No, I've... no. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry to cut you off, but no. David Peterson again. He is quite literally not as a starter. The worst. No, he can't. Okay. Be in the bullpen. Okay. I'm not. I'm not even gonna like entertain that idea because he's been so bad.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's it's not the fact of oh he can't start. Oh we'll just put him in the bullpen. No, he's been absolutely atrocious in any fucking position you put him in uh-huh. you cannot he needs to stay in AAA for the rest of the year and figure this out mm. and the that's it
0: only defense i have or like counterpoint is that that's happened so many times with the yankees where like king lewis probably schmidt that they will be absolutely atrocious starters then move them into the bullpen and they're lights out
1: right so but do I they just, have a tra- do they have a track record of being a good starter before that not really Exactly. David Peterson does. That's what okay. I'm saying. He was a good starter the past couple of years, except for his, like, his sophomore year where whatever, maybe sophomore slump, whatever you want to call it. Mm. But 2020, when he came up, he was good. In 2022, in that weird in-between like, spot starter role, he was good. Now he's not. He has that track record of being a good starting pitcher. So I'm not going to just say, hey, move him to the bullpen and call it a day. he needs to figure it out in AAA because he's important to the starting pitching depth and he's important moving forward. Forget about 2023. Like I mentioned earlier, with a couple free agents after this year, he's in line to be in the rotation next year. Mm. So I don't think you can, especially when the Mets don't really have a lot of minor league pitching depth, for starters at least, I don't think you can just make someone else a reliever like that.
0: Mm. Okay, fair. I'm surpri- I know it's early, but I'm surprised you guys haven't made a minor trade. Yeah. I'm talking like a minor trade for a team's, like, fifth starter, like, depth in their minors.
1: Right. That'll cost I you, mean, like, cash
0: considerations.
1: Yeah, like, something small, I guess. I'm not sure if it's, like, a thing of, like, oh, you know, we have guys coming back. It's not like... It's not like... Steve Cohen just
0: drops an envelope in someone's uh, door passenger car ba- passenger seat
1: just full, like, wads of cash? Cash considerations. But I think it's more of a fact that they have guys coming back. It's not that, you know, they're months away. You know, Carrasco's coming back later this week. Mm. Verlander just got back. Scherzer, he's been on and off, whatever you want to call it. So I don't think they're at that point yet, but it's it's getting close. Mm. I'm not... Especially because they like giving Senga a couple of extra days of rest. You know, they're gonna want. They're already giving Verlander a couple of days extra rest. Well, a day of extra rest. They might want to give Scherzer a couple of days of extra rest here and there. So they're kind of already rolling with like an on and off six-man rotation.
2: Mm.
1: So it's getting close, and I'm not really sure how long they can last until, what, is it end of July? Beginning of August, the trade deadline is. Mm. But... It's been rough. Hmm. But for some overall thoughts.
0: Can I just cut you off really quick? Yeah. You could s- actually know it's better than because I was going to say, like, because from what I remember, Carrasco hasn't been, like, nails with the Mets. In 20- 2021, 6.04 ERA, right. 2022, 397. This year in two starts, 8.56. Right. I thought, he was, I thought he wasn't as good. So I was going to say, how much can you really bank on Carlos Carrasco to be, like, that guy? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, no. You-
1: He's, well, or, like, a, to be a should, very you, good pitcher. Yeah. A, he doesn't need to be that guy. B, he doesn't need to even be a good pitcher.
0: Mm.
1: You know Fair. what I mean? David, that 3-9 is better than David Peterson's fucking 8. You know what I mean? Mm. Or, like, Joey Lucchesi's 4 four and a half. You know, if he's a 4-ERA pitcher, that's all you need. Mm. That's the sad part.
0: Yeah.
1: That, like, minimal, like, Kind of, basically replacement level pitching is what you need. Mm
0: -hmm. Fair.
1: So he doesn't. That I will gladly take what he did last year. Mm. What was it? Three nine seven. You said.
0: Yeah, I think.
1: Yeah, that like basically a four-year. I think it's at one hundred and fifty innings. Right. Doesn't need to be much. He just needs to eat innings. I think is the major part. You know, if he goes six, no, even not even. If you go five and three, Mm -hmm. six and four, that's all you need, because I'm I'm more, I'm higher on this offense than I am the pitching right now. As you should be, right? And which brings me to my next point. In game four, they had a lot of hard hit balls. They had a lot of barrels. It's just right at people. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I don't like. I don't want to be the guy that looks like, oh, they're hitting the ball hard, so it's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. But you have to do take it into account a little bit. They're hitting the ball hard. The quality of contact is getting better. The at-bats are getting a little better. That's the first step. Exactly. Exactly. The hits will come. So, again, much higher on this offense than the pitching. Mm-hmm. But the offense has been inconsistent. The pitching is bad. And I just, what, what? is there to say that hasn't been said? I can go on and on about how bad the pitching is and they need to get healthy and how inconsistent the offense is and they have guys in the minors and this and that and the third. I can go on and on and on for every single episode.
0: Now I'm trying to think of something that hasn't been said.
1: Right. <laughs> and you're having trouble, aren't you?
0: Well, I also don't know the Mets like you. Well, no way. Fair enough. God, I hate Kevin Kiermeyer.
1: Don't care. He just but robbed
0: Jake Bowers of a dead center home run.
1: Sucks. But the Mets are just in a spiral right now. They in in the quote unquote like easier part of the schedule where they played the Reds and the Tigers and the Rockies. They went four and nine. Yeah, that's not. Four and nine. And this, it, it, it stings a little bit more because the Braves kind of cool off too. You know, I don't want to standing watch this early, but the Braves got swept by the Blue Jays, and you split a series with the Nationals. You got to make up ground any way you can. And this isn't it. <laughs> but, look, again, not much else to say that hasn't been said. So, unless you have anything else to add, I will look ahead. I do not. You do not. So, let's look ahead to where the Mets welcome the Tampa Bay Rays to City Field. Just when things are getting rough. No. Just as things are getting rough, they can get a hell of a lot worse. The best team in baseball coming home. It's a three-game series. And I have... No idea who the hell Tampa Bay is throwing out there. Game one is Justin Not Verlander today. versus Jalen Beeks, who is pretty, I'm pretty sure, an opener for them.
2: He's a reliever.
1: Right. So, Justin Verlander had a really good start in Cincinnati. Hopefully, he can be that stopper again. I get into this in the Bronx. The
0: they, had, they were shown on the Yes Network broadcast that they have 11 relievers in their bullpen. So they right. have two starting pitchers on their rotation.
1: Yeah, so I don't know who they're, they're going to pitch. They, they don't, don't know who's going to pitch. But in game two, I know who's pitching. And that's Kodai Senga, who had a rough start in Cincinnati. But uh, like I mentioned in the last episode, he pitched a lot better than I think was his final line. And for the Rays, TBD. So I have no idea. Uh, I, I believe that is like, that's Drew Rasmussen's spot, but as we talk about in the Bronx, he got hurt, so I'm not sure what happens there. No. No.
0: I want to say that is not Rasmussen's spot. I want to say Monday would be.
1: Monday would be. Okay. Or Tuesday. So maybe I did Tuesday. the math wrong. Okay. But, but again, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't matter because I don't know who's pitching, and the Rays also don't know who's pitching. And then finally, in Game Three, should be Tyler McGill's start. And then I, again, maybe I did the math wrong, but this might be a Shane McClanahan start. But on the broadcast, they did say they are missing McClanahan, so I'm not they sure. They are.
0: I want to say. Right. No. What? Because McClanahan pitched on Saturday. Right. So, so like what? Sunday, Sunday Monday, Tuesday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Thursday.
1: So, technically, five days rest They could, but it's like... I don't know. And you would
0: think with all the injuries to the rotation, they would move him up a day so they would have less of a bullpen day? Right. No one knows what what the Rays are.
1: Exactly. But I do know that the Rays are the best team in baseball right now. So, this is going to be a test, I guess. I don't even want to call it a test. I just hope to God they don't get swept.
0: You're happy with... You're happy with one and good signs.
1: Basically, I'm yeah happy with one and like oh you lost a game by one you know, but the Mets do have a track record of playing down to teams and then playing up. But look, the Mets haven't won a series since April, basically a month, and and the last time they won a series was against the Dodgers. Do you see the home run stat? A month ago. Yes, I was I was just about to bring that up. The Mets also have not hit a home run in like 50 offensive innings since the Cincinnati the last Cincinnati game. They have not hit a home run in 50 offensive innings.
0: Not a winning but, recipe.
1: No, it's not and I know there's other ways to score runs. And I'm not – I don't like selling out for home runs, and that's not – what. obviously, that's not what the Mets have built. But it's, it's almost it, – it has been – it's gotten to the point where you can't not mention it, the lack of power on this team. You know, Lindor gives you 20, 25 home runs. Pete is your big power guy. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know, you're banking on Beatty to hit 2025. Same thing with Alvarez, but still, they're rookies. You shouldn't be banking on them. Mm. And that's my issue with Ronnie Mauricio and Mark Vientos. If if you want to bring them up, then you got four rookies in the lineup that you're all hoping hits for power, which that is just also not a winning recipe. Exactly. So, it's to the point where... And if you're a I rookie
0: and you're hitting for power, yeah. you're most likely going to strike out so much just because you have to sell out so much more without having that experience. for a guy like, Marie, Mauricio, right? Yes. I'm so bad with names. Um, no, but with Mauricio, that he's known for being a low-on-base guy. So, if yeah. he's going to have to sell out for power, people are going to be crying for him to be sent down within a week.
1: Exactly. And that's why it's to the point where I think the Mets just need to ride it out. Um, what else think, can you do? Exactly. I, there's not much else to do. You know, your, your guy's got to perform. That's it. You've got to play better. And that is really all I have. Because, again, there's not much else to say that hasn't been said. You got anything else to add before we no. head into the Bronx?
0: Chugga 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 choo no. choo. See you in the Bronx.
2: Now entering the Bronx.
0: Hello everybody and welcome to the Bronx. I want everyone to say bless you to Nick because he just sneezed. Right now, we're yep. waiting. You better have just said it. Um, and we'll get into the four-game series against Tampa Bay Rays at home. But first, the injury update Injury, injury update. Uh, brought to you by the Triborough MD. OMD. Um, not much to talk about for once in our pathetic lives. Um, Oswald yeah. Peraza is starting a rehab assignment in AAA. It started yesterday on Sunday. First at bat hits a home run um, figure. Good for um her. Luis Severino has a double A start tomorrow on Tuesday. He's likely to be activated and start Sunday if nothing pops up after the rehab start. Moy just phenomenal.
1: Love. Um love we'll it. get
0: into the starting pitching later, but that is that is huge. So first game is Domingo Herman versus Drew Rasmussen. Rasmussen.
1: Rath, Rath-, Rath-, Misen, Rath- Misen, he, he most likely Rath- needs Tommy
0: John. Horrible, yeah. The only silver lining is I don't have to say his name again for the year,
1: basically. Um, wait, let me just real quick that is so weird. Yeah, he pitches a gem and then the next morning, instant 60 day. That's what I
0: said. I was like, uh, what's it called? I thought it was weird that it was initially 60 day because usually they're like, oh, we need like second opinions, like we'll put them on the 15 day. Because um, we right. know he'll definitely need, like, that at least. Like, we'll get a couple opinions.
1: No. No. Instantly 60-day.
0: No. Nah, bye-bye. Um, that sucks. Anyways. Go so, on. So, top of the fifth, um, Anthony Rizzo makes a very rare error. Uh, Yandy Diaz ends up doubling, and he scored in Josh Law scores to make it 1-0 raise. Top of the sixth, Taylor Walls walks with two outs, and then Ron Maronaccio comes in to relieve Herman. Then just the well the wheels kind of just like fell off there. Luke Rayleigh single, Manuel Margot hit by pitch. Josh Lowe base clearing double to make it four nothing. Then the Rays score a lot of runs. They end up like over the next couple innings to make it eight nothing going into the bottom of the ninth. Uh, bottom of the ninth, base loaded single from Glaber scores two eight two Rays and that's that for that game. Uh, Herman went five and two thirds innings. Three hits, two runs, one earned run, three walks, three strikeouts. Russ Moosen went seven innings pitched, two hits, no earned runs, no walks, seven strikeouts, just bad game overall. Yeah. So that is, yeah. I dropped my ring. Um, the <laughs> Yankees have played seven games this season with the Rays. This is the one game that was not decided by one run.
1: Yeah, and I think the one run thing kind of, Puts it a little into perspective on kind of where each team is right now, I feel. Because mm-hmm. obviously, when, it, when, it's like, when a game is decided by one run, it's that like you can look back to like one, one maybe two plays. small thing. Exactly. And the better team you take advantage. Exactly.
0: This was a blow up, but that's really what started. Because I'm pretty sure there were two outs. Mm-hmm. So it would have been like the last out. Um, right. I thought that taking out Hermon was kind of weird. Because, um, like, his last couple starts, he's been pitching really well. And there was just one last out, and it was one runner on. I I, I don't know. And I'm also not the biggest yeah. fan of, like, putting in a reliever with two outs. Right. Like, if especially, like, the guys, the like, fire. already started Exactly. Because it's like, well, there's only one runner on. But more so, like, you have him for – you get him hot, one out, sit him down, get him cold for 10 minutes, and then, I, I don't know, I just don't like yeah. that. Um, that's really all you got for game one. Game two was an opener for Tampa Bay. Uh, Josh Fleming followed as like the bulk guy versus Gary Cole. Top of the first, Randy Arozarena Solo home run. Rizzo gets it right back. I'm just not going to pick that up.
1: The ring again. I'm just
0: not picking that back up. <laughs> um, Rizzo solo home run to tie it at one. Top of the second, Jose Siri. I absolutely hate this man. Home run to make it two one Rays. Bottom of the 5th, Anthony Volpe. Uh, Solo shot to tie it at 2. Bottom of the 7th, Anthony Volpe. Volpe. RBI single to make it 3-2. Oswaldo Cabrera follows it up with an RBI single of his own to make it 4-2, Yankees. Top of the 8th, Michael King has his one, like, bad appearance of the year. He ends up giving a a 3 run home run to Josh Lau, which gives the Rays a 5-4 lead. Then the bottom of the 8th, Judge Walk, and then the Rizalorian on, if you don't know what that means, it was the Mandalorian Rizzo bobblehead night. Two-run home run to make it 6-5 Yankees. Um, top of the ninth, Wandy closes it out. Uh, Fleming ended up going four innings pitched, three hits, one earned run, one walk, two strikeouts. With Cole going five innings pitched, five hits, two earned runs, two walks, four strikeouts. Um, yeah, Cole didn't look sharp, but he still, yeah. five innings pitched, two earned runs. If that's any other starter on this team, you like that a lot. But it exactly. was just that it was cool. You want him to right. get, like, six innings. So it's like
1: mm-hmm.
0: that, that kind mean, of
1: sucked. This is back-to-back starts against the Rays, right? Or yeah. No, there was, was there one in between? Back-to-back. Back-to-back? Okay. So usually yes. when that happens, I give a little edge to hitters because, you mm-hmm. know, you literally just saw the guy.
0: I will also say the Rays have had Cole's number historically.
1: Yeah, I was just going to say. And, look, the Rays are the best team in baseball right now. So, five strong innings, two runs. Hmm. Not exactly what you want, but you'll take it.
0: Yeah, it's not He kept them in the game. Yeah. Um, Which is not something you could say about some other guys. Um, Yeah, that's really it for that game. A lot of people are deeming this the Anthony game. Yeah. Because what is that? I A- 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 Two runs, three runs, five runs came off people with the first name Anthony. This um, is
2: the no way.
0: Seriously. Um, <laughs> so going into game three, Nesta Cortez versus Shane McClanahan. Top of the second, Taylor, War- Taylor-, Taylor Walls singles to drive into Rosarena. I went to this game, by the way. Very fun. Drives into Rosarena. <laughs> <laughs> Top of the fifth. Yandy Diaz, grand slam to make it 5-0 raise. Um, Then Rosarena, infield single, um, makes it 6-0 raise, which that that just, Nestor was like a little shaky, but he wasn't bad. I want to say in that inning, he would have gotten through it. There were like two outs, and he would have got through it with about like 65 pitches, and then he Mm -hmm. just could not get the final out.
1: Right. And that kind of just, like, This was the... Fifth. F- fifth? Yeah.
0: Oh, wait, no. He only went four and a third. It was... He had, like, 60 pitches through four and a third, and then he just could not get the final out.
1: Right. Hmm. So... Uh, no, no, I'll save it till okay. the end of the recap.
0: Um, bottom of the fifth, Uh, Kyle Higashioka hits a two-run home run. Uh, then Judge hits his own two-run home run to make it 6-4 raise. Then in the bottom of the sixth, we have what I like to call an Anthony Volpe run. He bun- Did you see this? Yeah. He bunts to lead off the inning, steals second, steals third, and then scores on a wild pitch to make it 6-5 Yankees. Then um, Glaber ends up walking, and then Aaron Judge to run home run to make it 7-6 Yankees. Oswaldo Cabrera adds some much-needed insurance to make it 9-6 Yankees. Um, top of the seventh. I thought I can't remember who was in initially, but I thought it was really weird that it was second and third, one man out, and he goes to Clay Holmes. Yeah. Because Clay Holmes is known for being a ground ball pitcher, and you put yeah. him in when a ground ball
1: hurts you. Scores can. Yeah, a ground uh-huh. ball usually will score a run, so and I'm not really sure. Shocker! The top is there. Clay
0: Holmes gives up a bases loaded single to Randy Rosaranda to make it nine eight. So it's like I I just don't get the thought process of putting in – if it was like first and second, I get that. Yeah, if,
1: if you're looking for a double play, exactly. sure. But, but in that, that situation, situation probably, a strikeout is really that's, what you
0: need. Yeah. Um, and then he ends up going to – nothing really happened after that, um, and Wandy ended up closing it out on top of the ninth. Nestor ended up going four in the third inning pitch seven hits – Six earned runs, two walks, three strikeouts. McClanahan went four innings pitched, five hits, four earned runs, four walks, three strikeouts. Now, what were you going to say?
1: Are you concerned about Nestor?
0: Yes and no. Because there was a thing I saw that he has like a 1 5 ERA in the first through four, first, second, third, and fourth innings. And then in the fifth, he has like a nine ERA or something.
1: So you could say he's been hitting a wall.
0: Shut up. (laughs) Um, No, but it's just, like, weird. Maybe it's, like, that third time through the order. He's kind of, like, lost a little magic there. Maybe he's not, like, mixing it up as much as he used to. Because I've noticed that he hasn't been as funky as he used to be. Right. Um, You think that's
1: a pitch clock thing? No. no. Because, like, once his leg is up, the clock is off, right? Yeah.
0: He can literally be bouncing for, like, Longer than the pitch clock. Right. Like, and one thing I noticed is he was fast while pitching. Like, he threw the ball with, like, a good amount of time left. Right. Like, I want to say, like, at least five, six seconds left every single pitch. And there were a lot of times there was, like, ten seconds left and he would throw the pitch. So, it's like, he was working fast. I don't know why he doesn't, like, shake it up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm looking at his baseball savant page right now, as I do. And last year, his cutter and four seam were like elite, elite mm. pitches. I'm looking at run value for his pitch. So his four seam last year had a negative 22 run value.
0: Negative is good.
1: Yes. And his cutter had negative nine.
0: Mm.
1: Now, this year, his four seam has a positive two, cutter has a negative two. So the mm. cutter's still kind of working things, but. His best pitch, arguably, his four-seam, is getting hit.
0: The thing with the four-seam that made it so good was the funkiness. Right. Because it's only, like, 92, 93 mile an hour. You probably have the yeah. average velocity soon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but it's, like, the funkiness is what made it good. So you're taking that away, and it's, like, ah. Yeah, know. no, definitely. Um. Hurry, hurry up. Hurry up.
1: I know. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. His average forcing right now is 91.5.
0: Okay, yeah, that's that's what I expected, something like that.
1: Yeah, low 90s. He's not, he's not throwing hard. Again, his thing was his funky delivery. Yeah,
0: the funky delivery made it play up.
1: Right. Um. So
0: I think he'll be fine long-term if he starts, like, getting back to what he was doing last year. Um, right. But, yeah, four and a third innings, that's not good. Um, yeah. Speaking no. of guys that aren't good, game four, Clark Schmidt versus Zach Eflin. Um, Top of the first, Brandon Lau, RBI ground out to make it 1-0. Top of the third, Isaac Paredes, RBI single to make it 2-0. Brandon Lau, sack fly, 3-0. Bottom of the third, Oswaldo Cabrera hits a two-run home run to make it 3-2 raise. Uh, Anthony Rizzo hits another home run to make it 4-3, Yankees. Um, then in the top of the fifth, uh, Randy Rosarino, sack fly. Then... It gets the bases loaded, two men out, and Aaron Boone is an idiot. He puts in Albert Abreu, and I think every single person in the world, except Aaron Boone, knew that runs were going to score, most likely from a grand slam. And what happened? Grand slam. Bottom of the seventh. Judge RBI single to make it 8-5 raise. Bottom of the eighth, Anthony Volpe hits another home run to make it 8-7 raise. Then top of the ninth, nothing came of this but Boone brought in Maranaccio. The reason I'm highlighting that is wh- if you're if Marinaccio is available, why is Albert Abreu getting put in in a tie game? Like, yeah, th- That just... Doesn't make have, sense. What's... Once I finish, <laughs> give me five seconds. Clark Schmidt ended up going four and two-thirds innings pitched, six hits, seven earned runs, three walks, five strikeouts. Eflin went six innings pitched, seven hits, four earned runs, one walk, nine strikeouts. And for my first overall thought, which has to go with Albert Abreu, he needs to be traded to the Sun for cash considerations yesterday. it's gone. Over his last two seasons, Albert Abreu has allowed 69% of inherited runners to score. MLB average over that time is 33%. Why are you letting a guy who is known for not being good with runners in scoring position come in in one of the biggest games of the year? Yeah, I'd argue the biggest game of the year having a chance to win the series against Tampa at home and really like make up ground cuz when you think about it they didn't make up any ground in the series right so it's like, uh, just... i mean
1: look net neutral which is great but no, if you have much. the chance I, I
0: disagree all
1: right but if you have the chance to get at least a game
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's huge especially if the balanced schedule you're not mm-hmm. going to be playing the rays much more exactly i mean what they have two how, more series these are what? Right, Six games so off. that's what six ga- yeah six games against the Rays, three and, and three. it's only May.
0: That's all I'm saying. Yeah, like that- I, you could say it's not bad. I think it's bad. I you got you can't put Albert Abreu in in that situation. He is not a good baseball player. He's shown time and time again. He's not a good pitcher. He got DFA'd by four different teams last year. You wonder why he got DFA'd by the Rangers who had no bullpen, the Royals who had no bullpen. I forget the third team, but I'm sure they had no bullpen. Um, and just why the Yankees, who have one of the best bullpens in baseball, have to keep around Albert Abreu shocks me. Like, I get it. You need yeah. a mop-up guy, but he's not even a mop-up guy. Like, they're not using him as a mop if he If you use him as a mop-up guy, that's one thing. But if you're putting him in in big spots, like, why? Yeah.
1: What are you doing?
0: Just... Don't even... Just... <sighs>
1: it's okay. It's okay. It's okay.
0: What do I want to talk about now? I'll, t- I'll talk about Rizzo. I'll get back on the happy train. So yeah. he had three home runs in the series. He was instrumental in winning two games. Almost won us the third game. Did really well in that game as well. Um, in his last seven games, he has 12 hits, three home runs, a .444 batting average, five hundred on base, .815 slugging for a .1315 OPS with playing elite defense yummy so he's popping off which they really needed um if you wait till manhattan you'll hear more about how the yankees offense is doing in my opinions on them and also the bullpen and why my opinions (laughs) on the bullpen um (laughs) that was bad um yeah you have anything say on?
1: his baseball savant page is looking very very nice i will say Best first
0: baseman in New York, some might say.
1: No. But top 50. Has a higher like order. Like, almost everything. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we'll, we can talk about him later. But, look, I mean, we, we've we been saying this, I feel like, since free agency, how important Rizzo was to this team. And I feel like this series, and maybe, like, this past week or so, has kind of proven that even more so.
2: Mm.
0: Like, no just from a player standpoint, he's great.
1: Yeah. And even the, Just from a now, player standpoint, fantastic. I'm curious now, so leadership. I looked
0: up his baseball savant. The stuff he sucks at don't doesn't really matter.
1: Yeah, he's not fast.
0: The speed, who cares? Right. First baseman. The arm strength, first baseman, who cares? So right. it's like...
1: He chases yeah. probably a little too much, but obviously it's not really affecting him all too much. <laughs> it's working, yeah. so it's like... Yeah, so... If it ain't broke.
0: Yeah. Um, now let me close on you. Um... Aaron Judge, I think, is back. Um, mm-hmm. One thing that I wouldn't – so. like, a lot of people, when, like, before he got hurt, he was doing okay. He wasn't really doing incredible. But people got to realize he is historically a slow starter. Every year right. he's a slow starter. That happened last year when he broke the AL home run – AL rookie nope. – AL home run <laughs> record. And he's just known for being a slow starter. And people were getting on like right. – oh. Nine year extension for this worst contract Cashman's ever given out. I know. Like, no, he's known every year. I think it took him like fifteen games to hit his first home run last year. Right. And then he just went on a tear. So obviously. In this series, he had two home runs. Had a lot of had a couple RBI singles sprinkled in there. So it's just you had to wait. And good look, good things he,
1: come. They do, and you gotta just put it into a lower perspective that he's quite possibly never going to have the season he had last year. You're a better again. one. You're not helping me. You're, you're, not, you're not helping this. I'm, I was going to say that you can't expect him to repeat something like that, something as elite as that year. Hmm. But he's still going to be a top five player in the game year in, year out with this contract. Exactly. And he's coming back from the hip thing. So, you know, you want hip, even if it's a little slow, you want him to be healthy. Exactly. That's the most important thing.
0: Um that's really it I got for them. Um now to have fun with young people. Um, pause. Uh the kids are heating up. Oswaldo, who was just horrible. Like yeah. I think I said it dreadful. earlier that it's like he's just not hitting and he's really gotta start picking up. He listened to me. <laughs> um over his last seven games. Exactly. Over his last seven (laughs) games, he's hitting 381, nine RBIs, two home runs, and three runs. Um, So he's definitely starting to heat up. Um, I love Oswaldo Cabrera.
1: Yeah. He's one of those guys you just want to see succeed. Exactly. He's so fun to keep around that from a vibe standpoint, which I know nobody, not nobody, but a lot of people don't really care about, he's a guy you want at the clubhouse.
0: Exactly. Um, And then another youngling to talk about, uh, Anthony Volpe has three home runs in his last five games. The I didn't talk about it on the podcast because I couldn't find the numbers, but like I told you about, like the hard hit rates and the exit of and they were just yeah. like staggering. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was just getting like really unlucky, and but on the year, even considering when he was like slumping and all that, he has a ten point three barrel percentage, and MLB average is six point eight. Right. So
1: he's hitting the ball hard.
0: He is, and that's what you're supposed it's to do. will come, and mm-hmm. that was like his one of his like knocks in the minors that he may not be able to produce consistent exit velocity, but right. that's all he so all he's been doing. Um, yeah, and people also got to realize, like Judge Anthony Volpe, historically a slow starter, especially when he gets called up to the next level, especially in the beginning of the year. Calm down. He is fine. He is a rookie. He's gonna have his lumps. It's we are okay. Exactly. <laughs> he is starting to heat up. So just calm your titties. Um. Yeah. <laughs> um. And yeah, like I thought. I forget what game it was. I want to say game two. They um. Moved him to the seven hole, which I thought was like really weird, because at first I? what it was like I glanced at the lineup and I saw Glaber leading off, so I was like, oh, they're giving Volpe that off day. And then I just, mm-hmm. like, actually read the lineup. I was like, wait, why is he seventh? But, yeah. honestly, I kind of like that. It's working? Because it, it, I've always been a person <laughs> that I don't know what the hell to do with roster construction, or lineup mm-hmm. construction. If a guy's hitting well, do you move him up, or do you not mess with a good thing? Yeah. I have no idea what to do with that.
1: I know. So it's like... like on paper... Volpe's a leadoff guy. Yeah. But he's hitting as a seven. Maybe not this year. Yeah, maybe it's just like a thing where he just needs some more time. Maybe get more like... I don't
0: like Gleyber as a leadoff hitter, though. I will say that. Yeah. Because that's just not him. He's an aggressive hitter. He doesn't really take a lot of pitches. Right. Personally, I think that if it's not Volpe, I don't want DJ leadoff either because I think he's a Hmm. perfect for what they have now, a perfect four five hitter. Yeah. um, Just like get those runs and all that. I want, I kind of want to see Bader at leadoff.
1: Okay. Just cause it's cause, like
0: the like same speed reason, thing? same reason with Volpe where like he okay. works counts, has some yeah. sneaky pop, um, the speed as well. I don't know. I would like to see him if they're not going to do Volpe at lead off, I would like to see Bader just see how that works.
1: Right. Yeah. Um, definitely.
0: No, speak
1: real quick, speaking of beta. That catch was that yesterday?
0: God Sunday. Oh my god. Let's just talk about that catch real
1: quick. That was a fantastic catch.
0: It's almost like I've been saying I was
1: listening on the radio for some reason. And so I didn't see it at first. I'm like, alright, cool, he made a good catch. No. But I checked Twitter, like (gasps) Wow Yeah. It's
0: almost like I've been saying best center fielder in baseball defensively. Um if he did not get hurt, he would have been last year. Can you mind he might uh, have missed yeah. two months of the season.
1: Yeah, he's probably. I think he was like second or something.
0: And like not even by that much.
1: Right. So,
0: yeah. Um, I this because I don't really have much more for this, so we could <clears> kind of <throat> get into this. I don't know if they should extend him though. I I keep going back and forth with it.
1: I. It's not a knock against Bader. Hmm. It's the construction of the team.
0: I lean, now. I don't
1: think, yeah, I, I would say no as well. I don't think he, from a health standpoint, I agree. He doesn't fit the team. He's just, mm-hmm. it's another injury prone guy that you got to deal with. Especially and with how just, many
0: long term contracts you already have. I would much right. rather than like try out one of the young kids. And like it, right. I love Harrison Bader, I think he's phenomenal for this team. But for the money he's gonna want, I just don't think it's worth it. With the injuries.
1: Right. Yeah. No, if he takes
0: like a well. huge discount to come, hell yeah, bring him back. Sure, yeah. But if it's like I don't really wanna be paying fifteen plus million dollars for that guy. Yeah, no. Even no. maybe not if, even if, twelve.
1: Yeah. If if he's coming back, it's coming on he's coming back on the Yankees terms. Mm. Not whatever he wants. Oh, um, Again, not a knock on him. He's just I don't think he really fits the construction. Love him
0: as a player. Love him in the clubhouse, all that. Um, yeah. So kind of do a look ahead. Game one is Jimmy Cordero versus Alec Manoa. Um, Jimmy Cordero is going to be like an opener. So <laughs> he's going to be like an opener for Brito. I don't know how I feel about that.
1: That just like. Right. I mean, isn't Brito's thing like the first inning? Kind yeah. I have some trouble getting started. Yeah, but so I don't know if that's like, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I don't know if it's not like it's a first inning thing or it's a getting started thing.
0: That's what I was going to say. Like, oh, no, now it's a second inning. Like, yeah,
1: and it's going to be the same maybe thing.
0: Maybe you're not facing top, like they're one, two, three. I...
1: Yeah, maybe you get settled in like the middle, lower part of the order.
0: I, I don't
1: know. It's am to play around with. T-
0: time will tell. Um, yeah. Game two is Domingo Herman versus Kevin Gosman. Gosman absolutely kills the Yankees. Their best bet is to – and they've, like, somewhat done this in the past, just to work his pitch count. They're weird because they'll do that for, like, an inning or two and, like, really get his pitch count high up, and then they'll have, like, five pitch innings and like that. Yeah. And it's like, bro, just get him out of the game. That's all mm-hmm. you have to do.
1: Right. Um,
0: Game three is Garrett Cole versus Chris Bassett. And then game four is Nesta Cortez versus Jose Barrios. I would say go. that this is both teams four best starters. Maybe Gosman over Barrios. Um Yeah. For the Yankees that's not much saying much with uh Brito but and Esther. But oh, Ramon is low key the two right now. That's a that's a story for another day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um and keep in mind Chris Bassett's coming off quite possibly. The best, came off of, no definitely the best start of the season
0: oh i thought like, he came complete off a of game shut oh no, never mind game never mind the braves yeah. they,
1: look the blue jays just swept the braves so they're coming in hot
0: mm-hmm. i can't stand them um <laughs> yeah that's really all i got like i said didn't want to talk a lot because a lot of the stuff i am going to talk about is going to be in manhattan stick around for that we're doing our quarterly grades
1: Report cards. uh, Got anything else you want to get into that now?
0: Yeah, we can get into Manhattan.
2: Now entering Manhattan.
0: Hello and welcome to Manhattan. Haven't been here in a while.
1: Been a while. Been a while. Been a while. while.
0: Um, yeah. we're going to be doing our great or quarterly report cards. Um, pretty much how this is going to go. We're going to have a grade like you get on a report card. We're going to do them yeah. quarterly and then we're going to like average it out at the end of the year, whatever, whatever. Um, and then we're going to have like finals be like postseason if these pathetic franchises make it. Um, yeah, so I'm going to start it out with the offense for the Yankees. You asked me this two weeks ago, they get an F. Now I'm giving really? them like a maybe not an F, okay. but like a D D plus C so minus. Right. I'm gonna give them a B B plus. I'm like okay. I'm like a B pull half plus. Like a this
1: B, one. B slant.
0: V slant. Um <laughs> only because of how bad they did it earlier in the year, but they've really started to right. like actually hit the ball like you're supposed to in baseball. Yeah. Um Shocker. Yeah. The last 12 games, their runs are 4, 4, 4, 3, 7, 7, 10, 11, 2, 6, 9, 7 for 6.17 runs per game, which is very, very good in baseball. And a lot of those runs, two of the sevens, or three of the sevens, the six and the nine, came off the best pitching staff in baseball. So... That's like very good sign to see. Um, yeah, definitely. That's all I got for the offense.
1: All right. So for the Mets offense, I gave them a B minus. I was like mm-hmm. kind of like that C plus B minus area. Uh, they are just very mid.
2: Mm-hmm. They're not. Yeah.
1: They're not terrible as you might believe. By looking at some other people. But they're kind of in the middle of the pack with everything. They're 14th in WRC Plus with 102. Mm. Which is a little bit better than average. They're 12th in on-base percentage. They're 13th in war. They're just like in the middle of everything. Like, you know, they're not not great as last year. They're not terrible. Mm. They're incredibly inconsistent. I'll give them that. But a lot of these games where the pitching has been horrible, the offense has tried to fight back, mm. which is what I think kind of bumped it up a little bit for me. And this past series, they looked a little better. So I'm willing to believe that they're heading in the right direction. Mm. And a lot of the top guys have been slumping or haven't really gotten hot yet. So again, I'm high on this offense, even though they, they have their flaws. But right now, they're really in the middle of the pack. Nothing special, so B minus for me.
0: Hmm. That's fair. Um, yeah. For the Yankee starters, um, initially, I had them as a C plus. I don't know why. I just dropped it down to a. Well, I know why. In a vacuum, I think it's a C plus. I give them a C minus for my actual answer. And they are fifteenth in MLB in ERA with a four five two ERA. They make uh, five point one two innings pitch per start, which that's out of hundred, so it's five innings per start practically. Right. The reason they get a C minus instead of a C plus is the main reason they had a C plus in the beginning is because of the guy with the C in his name, Garrett Cole. If it was not for <laughs> Garrett Cole, they would probably be a D. Um, right. The reason that I gave him a C minus rather than a C plus is just because of the stuff that happens because of how bad they're pitching. The bullpen right. is okay. absolutely gassed, which I will get into after, like once you uh, do the Mets starters. But that is like yeah. the biggest knock that I have on the starters that they are just ap- not helping the bullpen at all, which has caused a lot of guys that have just been elite this year to have bad outings just because they need to pitch like Overworked. three out of four days. And yeah. It's just like you can't yeah. be doing that in May.
1: Mhm. Sounds sounds extremely familiar. <laughs> But for the Mets starting pitching, maybe I'm being a little harsh. No, I I don't think I am. F. No. The starting pitching has been this team's absolute worst, worst, worst part. When coming into the season, you'd argue starting pitching was their strength. Mm. And now I feel like it's holding them back. So far, they are 23rd in ERA with a Five, one, nine. They are 28th in FIP for a 5, five one. 27th in innings pitch. Meaning they got lucky. They have, it, meaning the defense is bailing them out. Yeah. They have allowed the most walks for a pitching staff. They have allowed the fifth most home runs. And the entire starting pitching staff is worth negative .2 war. This pitching staff is quite literally costing them games. Yeah. The, this starting pitching staff has been absolutely abysmal.
0: And that's why and I agree with you that you give, like, the benefit of the doubt to the offense. Because it's just right. deflating
1: day in, day out. It is. It is. They are constantly, constantly <clears throat> fighting back the offense, I mean. They're constantly fighting back from an early deficit. The starters can barely go five innings. Barely even four at times, David Peterson. But it's so frustrating. But... I do think, you know, Justin Verlander's back. Max Scherzer had a good outing. So hopefully they're turning a new leaf and good things are to come. But for these first quarter of the season, this has been one of the worst pitching seasons.
0: Especially season. when you consider expectations.
1: Exactly. And I put a lot of expectations into these grades.
0: Hmm. Um, and I will say that I, I was thinking about this yesterday. Schmidt and David Peterson are like the same person. Yeah. Where like they had such a good spring training, they have like such high upside. Everyone's like really banking on them to be like a great starter. Right. They got the opportunity because of injury, and just yeah.
1: They have not yeah done anything to. Uh, what's the word? I prove why it, they should like,
0: be in that spot.
1: For, yes. Yeah, basically.
0: To prove their worth, um, mm-hmm. to go into the Yankee, you you're done.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: that was it. Um, to go into the Yankees, uh, bullpen. I'm fine. I got like a little burp that's not. You know when you got you got
1: you think you got a burp, but you don't. I'll uh, come over there and pat your back. Like yeah, a it's like baby. there's like
0: a little, but there's nothing. <laughs> well, like I, I I don't know. Um, <laughs> for the Yankees bullpen, I gave them an A. Um, I was debating that's- giving them an A plus just because I feel the reason why they haven't been pitching as well is not their fault, but they still aren't pitching as well. So, you got have some right. accountability. Um, they yeah. have a 3.2 ERA as a bullpen, which is fourth best in the majors. Um, and there are some guys that people are like, oh, Albert Remember. Abreu, Jimmy Cordero, um, Nick Martinez. Just, like, a couple of guys that aren't that good. But you can't have eight elite guys in the bullpen. That's just no, that's not going to happen. Works. So, you yeah. are going to need those guys that suck. So, I'm not going to – I'm more
1: grading
0: – I'm more no, grading on the top of the bullpen. The Back guys end. that more matter.
1: Right. Yeah, so, yeah. So,
0: like, it's not Albert Abreu's fault that he got put in in a bad situation. It's right. like IKF. It's not Albert Abreu's fault that he sucks. Yeah. Um, like, just. <clears throat> um, yeah. So, as I said, fourth best ERA in the majors. I did a decent amount of research on this. Okay. They had the 6th most inning pitched in the major leagues. Like I said, they're really? a guest. But, yeah. you would think, okay, 6th most. Who are the teams ahead of them? They're behind Tampa, who use openers and a lot of relievers. They were showing on the broadcast yesterday that after the Rasmussen injury, they have 11 guys in their bullpen. Wow. There were 11 guys available out of the bullpen when they were showing who's available. Right. 11. So, of course, they're going to be number one. You have yeah. Miami, who kind of shocked me. You could maybe talk more on that.
1: Yeah, I think Miami's issue is their young guys aren't going deep in the games. Okay. Like, you have Alcantara, who hasn't been great, but he's mm. still pitching to, like, the seventh to eighth inning. But you had the young guys like Edward Cabrera and uh, Jesus Lazardo, and the new kid, Yuri Perez, who's, like, 20 years old. Like, you know, they're going, like, four mm. or five innings. So, that kind of – I mm. think that's kind of where that's coming from.
0: Um, and then you have Oakland, who just throw out the window because they have by yeah. far the worst starting staff in baseball. You have Cincinnati, right who has a – who doesn't have good starters because they traded everyone away. Plus, they play in, the like, the second-best – Pitcher's ballpark in baseball, or hitter's ballpark in baseball. Speaking of hitters' ballparks, Colorado Rockies are next. Who they have no starters, plus they play in cores. Mm-hmm. So you really mm-hmm. go one by one. Every single team ahead of them is either bad or or like they do it that way by design. Right. So it's like the, the only the Rays
1: and then the Rays
0: Oakland. and then bad teams. <laughs> yeah. So it's like basically you can't be that far behind. Like, yeah, you have so many guys in the pen, but if you use them every single day, no shit, they're going to not be as well because they're going to be gassed out. Mm -hmm.
1: So that's why I gave Mm -hmm. them an
0: A. Could have been an A+, but they still, even though they're gassed out, they still should be doing better. Um, Right. So it's like, I just...
1: Yeah, you kind of blame it on the starters a little bit. Yeah. Which brings me to the Mets bullpen, (sighs) which is... Which I didn't notice until now. Smooth transition. That, I know, you like that. But I didn't really notice until now that both of these teams are kind of having the same issue a little bit. Uh-huh. You know, the starters aren't going along, so then you have to attack the I bullpen. will say
0: the Yankees' bullpen is better, but yes. Oh, no, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. But for the Mets' bullpen, I gave them a B+. Again, kind of like how you were saying it, the Yankees. Mm. The starters aren't going in deep in the games. So you have to rely on these guys who suck or these guys who need to eat multiple innings, who probably shouldn't be on a major league roster. Jimmy Yakobonis, Tommy Hunter. Yo, yo, don't you dare talk
0: about Yakobonis like that.
1: Sorry, sorry.
0: Yakobonis for a break Uh, right now.
1: (laughs) The bullpen right now is 11th in ERA with 371, 18th in FIP with 4.09, eighth 8th in innings pitched with 155, 14th in K per 9, 15th in war. So, middle of the pack. Not elite, but I do think that this middle, slash ro- long relief roles are kind of weighing them down, because once you get the, my, this is what fru- frustrates me the most is because if the, if a starter can go six seven innings, you have Ottomativo who's been good, you have Drew, Drew Smith who has been great, you have David Robertson who's been absolutely elite, mm. you have three guys. And you know Brooks really just came back, so hopefully he can get things going. Three, four guys who can give you that six, seventh, eighth, ninth inning. You just need the starters to go further into the game. And
0: I will say this too. Were you done with that thought?
1: Yeah. No. Go ahead. Um, yeah.
0: I will say this too. If you're going seven, eight innings, chances are your offense has like hit a lot. You gave them like ample opportunity to hit, unless it's a pitcher's duel. So you probably won't even need. Those guys, the Ottavinos, right. the Robertsons, so they get even more rest.
1: Right. So, exactly. Just, so, you uh, don't need to rely on the Tommy Hunters and Jimmy Yakubonuses in one run games. Exactly.
2: And Instead then they, they give you give a four or five run Three game.
1: runs. Exactly. Exactly. So, I think it's, again, extremely similar to the Yankees. It's a thing of where the starters aren't going deep, the bullpen's taxed. So, you have to rely on these two, three inning relievers who shouldn't really be pitching that much. Hmm. So I think it's an unfortunate case of circumstance, which is why I think a B-plus is kind of warranted. Because, again, Mm. once you get to the late-inning relievers, you know, the Drew Smith, the David Robertson, The big guys. Yeah, the guys. Once you get to the guys, they've been pretty good, Mm -hmm. like, really good. They've only had a couple, like, hiccups here or there, and Mm -hmm. a lot of it's been out of, you know. But, you know, they haven't been bad. So I think, Mm. again, the... Late, The long middle relief guys are kind of weighing them down. So I think a B-plus is Mm -hmm. deserved.
0: And as you mentioned, hiccups in the bullpen. The Yankees' bullpen has had hiccups as well. Other than the starters, I think that another thing that causes those hiccups is the front office slash Aaron Boone. I want you to guess the grade that I gave them. F. Lower.
1: I don't think that's possible. (laughs) F-minus. Uh, what is it? Is it like did not finish or like something no, like that? Just withdrawn. <laughs> withdrawn, <laughs> withdrawn from the course. Yeah.
0: Um, Aaron Boone, if he even is the manager making decisions, cannot manage for his life. Every single time you see a move that just makes absolutely no sense. Like there can be things where it's like if you make a move and it's like a 50 50, you're like, yeah, like in the moment, like that's definitely the right move and it just doesn't work out. I'm not going to knock you for it. If it's 50-50, you got, like, some numbers that say, like, this way, this way. But when you routinely make moves that make absolutely no sense and they don't work out, it's like, no shit, Sherlock. Like, what do you expect to happen? And that's only talking about Aaron Boone. If it was only Aaron Boone, I'd probably give it, like, a D. But since we're also including Brian Cashman in this, he had done nothing to improve this team from last year. All he did was add, he added Rodon, sure, but you also lost pitching in the off season. You didn't re-sign Matt right. Carpenter, who I'm not sure if he's still hitting well, but we really could have used him in the early in the year, especially as our DH now with, guess what? Giancarlo Stanton's hurt. Shocker. Shocker. It's almost like you what knew that fuck. he was going to get hurt at some point, and you need, wait, you need a lefty bat? Matt Carpenter. Matt Carpenter even played outfield, in left field. You need a left fielder?
2: Willie Calhoun.
0: Dude, it's just like... <laughs> I will say, I will say, Jake Bowers has been playing well, but how much of that is just... And he's been... The thing is, he's been playing well, but he's playing right field.
1: Right.
0: So it's like, just... You you can't
1: rely on him for the entire season. You
0: did nothing to get a left fielder. You have... You still have Aaron Hicks on this roster. You still have IKF on this roster, who is literally hurting you. You You're paying him $6 million, and he is costing you games. Right. It's just,
1: yeah.
0: F-minus is generous.
1: Yeah. For the Mets front office manager, Buck Showalter has been questionable at times, I will say. But I'm giving them a B-minus.
2: Hmm.
1: Now, I, you talk to... Buck can't to play. A, Buck yeah, can't pitch. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to get into. It's to a point where... The manager in front of office can do so only so much. You need your guys to perform.
0: Especially you know, you in need... baseball. Baseball, I think, has the least impact by the manager in, uh, like, all yeah. the
1: sports. Again, yeah, kind of like what you said, like, the 50-50 kind of like, all mm-hmm. right, if you had reasoning behind it, even if the, if the decision is the right decision.
0: It could blow up in your face. It,
1: it just might not work. That, that's just baseball. Mm. So
0: Even, like, the best closers in the game will blow saves, even though it's the right decision to put them in.
1: Right. They just have off days. They just can't get it going, whatever it is. I still like Buck. His bullpen usage has been a bit questionable in my mind. But I feel like another thing that goes into this is just, again, they're not performing. The starters aren't going deep. So Buck has to rely on these guys who shouldn't be pitching this much. Mm. And I know if you talk to a lot of other Mets fans, they're like, oh, you know, they probably give this, like, an F or, like, a D because, you know, oh, I want Mark Vientos, I want Ronnie Mauricio, blah, 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 you didn't do enough in the offseason. if you're
0: giving Steve Cohen an F, though, like...
1: Yeah, look, you can't say he didn't try. I mean, look, going into the season, I really like the pitching depth. I really li- you know, you had Scherzer, Verlander, Senga, Quintana, Carrasco, Peterson... McGill McGill's your seventh guy, and he's your fifth right now. so I think a little perspective helps you
0: f- you finish off what you're saying yeah, you're done. Mm-hmm. How can you say that Steve Cohen has not done enough in the offseason when your payroll, not including the luxury tax is three hundred sixty four million dollars, which is by far the most in baseball, right He absolutely right. blew past the luxury tax and just give like an m j shrug like mm-hmm. like I don't care. You think I care? He tried right. signing Correa. He tried doing so much stuff. How are you going to blame it on him? He can't control guys getting healthy. He can't control yeah. who's on the open market. He had to sign who was on the open market. And he signed the best options on the open market. And
1: it's just... Definitely. Don't
0: know, yeah, I,
1: what are you going to do? I, like, I know people don't want to hear it because, like, oh, it's just an excuse. But, like, what are you going to do? I mean, look...
0: The he could have done a little bit more. Sure, has in, been, in, in maybe like, for the offense, but it's also like, who would he have added?
1: Right, and look, you had you called up Brett Beatty, and he's been pretty good. You call up Francisco Alvarez, who's been getting better. Also so, a
0: catcher, so you got to...
1: Right, and his defense has been fine, almost elite. Honestly, his framing has been fantastic. So I can't blame the front office too much. I think they're doing exactly what they need to do, and they're doing what they can with what they have, given the injuries and given the non-performing starters. Alvarez is 90th so,
0: percentile in framing.
1: Exactly. And they Elite. don't
0: they don't have average exit velocity, which I think is more important than Max, but Max is 92 yeah. percentile.
1: Right, he just needs more at-bats, but look, they're getting there. I think this offense is going to wake up. I, I still believe in this team. And I think Buck, once starters start being starters, I think Buck's bullpen usage is gonna look a lot mm. better.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say how oh God, how oh. I mentioned earlier how the Mets are, or like Buck at least, kind of in a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. Where like yeah. he leaves, he leaves the starters in; they get knocked, they get. Lit up and everyone's like, "Oh, Buck's leaving the starters in too long." You right. put in relievers. Oh, Buck's putting the relievers too long. You gotta let the starters. No, like he's in a he's in a very tough situation given the injuries. He can't Definitely. control guys' health. He can't. You could blame the front office for getting guys that like have questionable injury history, but you can't blame Buck for the front office getting the guys with a questionable inju- injury right. history.
1: Right, again, the only knock I have on Buck right now is his bullpen usage, mm. which is, like, he's using the guys he's provided. So
0: Yeah, even though it's not really. What are you going to do? It's a tough situation that everyone acts like they could do better in, but they wouldn't. Yeah. Like, they just wouldn't. I, agree. I um, agree. So, going on to the Yankees is, like, an overall grade. I'm giving them a B-. minus. Um, the offense has really started to pick it up. As of late, the starting staff will get better. As I mentioned earlier in the Bronx, Luis Severino will be coming back soon. Um, The bullpen needs more rest, and they'll get even better. They'll get back up to, like, that A+. And, honestly, this would have been an A-, if it wasn't for the front office, which, brought it down a whole letter grade to a B-. Right.
1: I think that's fair. You know, you look at the standings, and you're kind of like, Shocked, First in the AL maybe? Central. Yeah, but you have to. Again, I feel like I feel like I'm. Sa- I've been saying this a lot recently, but perspective helps. The Yankees are in the toughest division in baseball. By far, by by far. far. It's it's not a question anymore. You
0: look when they can't, when they aren't like in dogfights with each other, and they can play other teams. They show you how good they are.
1: Right, and what they there are two games, above five hundred.
0: I want to say. Three or four. They are four games, twenty-three four games. nineteen.
1: Right. So look, not probably not where you'd like to be, but still in a very good position. Mm-hmm. So I think what 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 you gave them is extremely They are fair. two
0: games back of the Blue Jays, four of the Orioles, and eight of the Rays.
1: Right, and the Rays got off to like a historic start. Yeah. So. They were
0: twenty-six point. and six, and since then they went six and six. Right. So
1: that's baseball, Susan. But go on. But yeah, can can I can I <laughs> get into the Mets? Yeah? Am I allowed?
0: Well before I just want to say I said the Orioles were gonna be really good this year. Go on.
1: Okay. So for the Mets, overall I'm giving them a C. Okay. I've, that might be a little harsh, I feel. But C C
0: plus, that's kinda of where I would hover.
1: Yeah. Um given Again, I put, a lot, I put expectations, uh, a lot of stock into expectations. You know, your starting pitching was supposed to be a hell of a lot better. Your, I know your offense was maybe a little questionable, but they should have been better. Bullpen has been fine. They're currently, like, they've been hovering around 500 for, like, the past couple weeks. It's not where you want to be coming off a 101-win season. It's not where you want to be when you have aspirations for a World Series, but I still believe in this team. I still think they haven't, again, they haven't gotten hot. Mm-hmm. They've been just very, very streaky. lukewarm. Yeah, like they have little sprinkles of like, oh, like seven rounds. No, they're a bottle of, Gatorade, where, bottle of
0: Gatorade. Where hear me, hear me out on this. You have yeah, a bottle God. of Gatorade in the freezer or in the fridge for like a week, two weeks. Then you take it out. You forget about it. It's in the sun for like three or four days in your car. They're like, oh, crap, the bottle of Gatorade. So you put it back in the fridge for like another week. You're like, oh, I forgot. I have a bottle of Gatorade. You drink half of it. Then you leave it out for like another three or four days.
1: Sure. That, is that not a good analogy? That kind of <laughs> makes sense. But yeah, they've just been really streaky. I think that's the thing. Bottle of Gatorade. And again but they've been a bottle of Gatorade. (laughs) That's your grade. Bottle Gatorade. The Mets have been bottle of Gatorade. (laughs) But I still think they have a lot of potential left. And, you know, there are kids in the minors who they could maybe possibly Mm -hmm. call up. But you also don't want to rely
0: on three, four rookies.
1: Yes, that's the other thing. Only on offense. Right. So I think there's still lots of room to improve. But I think start getting healthy is priority number one. But so far, they've been, like I said from the start, they've been very mid, very middle of the pack. Mm. I, I hate saying mid, but, like, they've been very middle of the pack. They average. Have, they've been average, yeah. Nothing special. Again, they've been hovering around 500. So once they really get on a hot streak, then we'll see what this team is really made of.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's um. I don't really got anything else unless you do. Yeah.
1: No, uh, I think that covers it, but that's all you got. Then that's all I got. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. Remember to follow us on all social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Subscribe to us on YouTube, and we'll see you guys hey. in the next episode.
2: Bye-bye.